0: Are back. This is the Fat Pack podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. I'm your host Eric Norton, and the show this week is of course brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, Badger Breaks, and all of our phone guests are brought to you by Spotty Hawk and the Spotty Hawk Cash Hotline. What is up, everybody? I hope you are having a blessed week. I am here in the DFW. Hope you are all doing well. Want to get right into the show because we have a loaded one with for you. Just get right into it with uh, our friend Drew from Let Me Get That Potograph and our friend mr paul worth who has a new venture going on in his life who he, he former fat packs host but he's back with a uh, with a, a nice segment with everything that he's got going on including opening up a new card shop here in the dallas fort worth area we'll let him tell you all about that but before we get to it let's talk about new products and new price new pricing wise we have just the one uh, product price for you right now that new new anyways 2018 Diamond Icons from Tops. I believe that is all uh, high risk, high reward stuff. But Brian hashed it out, got it all done, and you can go check it out in your OPG. All right, new products. We have uh, I think there's six or seven of them that we need to go take take a look at, and we're gonna start right here with Bowman High Tech. We got a little story about that coming up with Drew. Uh, 2018 Donruss Football. The factory set is out. 2018 Leaf Trinity Football. 2018 Panini Spectra Football Which I've been watching breaks of And that stuff is awesome 2018 Super Break Hockey Series 1 Fire and Ice 2018 Tops Heritage High Numbers is also out uh, That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 new products For you to go check out and pick up uh, From your LCS's Or uh, wherever, wherever you get your card products Please let us see those hits So we can talk about them here on the show uh, Again Again Got Drew and Paul on the show uh, this week. Both guys have been on before. Obviously, Uh, had a lot of fun discussing the hobby with them. Drew's got his new wax wax pack nation that he he's pushing, and we have a new show that we got to talk about called Driving the Donkeys. Uh, We'll we'll get to it in the interview, but I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you what the gist of it. It's just a it's an in depth look at the Denver Broncos rookie class, and uh, it's it's a project that he and I are going to be working on together. To uh, It's it's going to be a week in, week out What what are the Broncos rookies doing in the market And how how the week to week affects markets for cards And it's something that we've been talking about for a while But it's, it's finally coming to, uh, to fruition And it's going to be on Wednesdays It's a Facebook page Go check it out At Driving the Donkeys on Facebook You can uh, Or facepec, do, Facebook.com backslash Driving the Donkeys you can, you can find it there uh, There's no new content on there yet As we're getting that page set up But look for those new shows to start next Wednesday uh, barring any barring any uh, problems with this hurricane that's bearing down where Drew lives. So um, that's going on. And then Paul jumps on, uh, had him in studio. I was happy to have him back. and he's got a new card shop. I'm gonna let him tell you all about it. but I'm really proud of him. he He had this dream and and I heard about it for for you know the two and a half three years that he was here at Beckett working with him and, and I heard about it and I heard about it and I, and I saw him put the plan into motion, and then it finally happened. he he he, he took that step. And he opened a new card shop, so uh, it's great for the people down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And here, he there are ways for you to connect with him on social media as well, and you can get involved with that if you would like. All right, all that, um, all that coming up on this show. I, I want to thank everybody for uh, hanging out with me this week. Go check out props as well. Uh, this is season two, episode five, released this week, and we reviewed "Sudden Death" nineteen ninety five "Sudden Death" uh, jean claude Van Damme, and then next week is the season two finale with uh, slap shot not slap stick mr. Jeff and that will be uh, that will be a fun one I don't know how we're going to review that completely because every, I think every other line in that is a curse word so we're gonna have to do it very gingerly uh, as we as we take that take that project on and then uh, we Kevin and I uh, need to decide what we're going to do next either football or basketball. And I'm leaning towards football, but he's leaning toward basketball, so we we got to flip a coin or something. Again, uh, thanks for hanging out this week. Enjoy these interviews. Coming up next, Mr. Paulworth, and then Drew on the end of that. Guys, hang tight, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everyone?
1: This is Chris from Buck City Break, and you're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio.
0: All right guys. Coming up next year on the Fat Packs podcast is well Sapa. Huh?
2: Sa dude. How you doing, buddy? I'm well, man. I'm well.
0: Happy to see you. You look good. Yeah, thanks dude. you. doing well? You you do, you doing uh, you doing big things out there now, right?
2: I am doing big things at a smaller percentage <laughs> of me.
0: <laughs> at a smaller yeah. percentage. Yes. Yeah, you lost you lost a lot of weight. Uh yep. our friend, our mutual friend Kevin Hagelin is here on Mondays and we record our props podcast uh, which is a lot of fun. This week is about the 1995 classic. I say that uh, sarcastically. Yeah. Sudden death. Sudden with with Jean Claude Van Damme. I'm not yes. going to ask you if you've seen it because no, I, I
2: haven't. But but 1995, I can relate because that was when I graduated high school. So it felt like sudden death. For <laughs> it me felt like me sudden death. Like, kind of like oh, God, I to have life now. <laughs> I got like, to do something. I do something now. something now. Dang it.
0: So uh, he's he's here. He's on that soda weight loss. You are doing soda weight I loss. Damn, man. And you have lost a lot of weight. You I look have. good. Thank uh, you doing doing good you're doing big things out there in the world with a card shop with an auction site with a a breaking site a little bit of everything yeah man congratulations
2: thanks dude thanks dude it's been uh it's been a wild ride since (laughs) uh since leaving here a few months ago um the time has flown by so fast. Like, I don't even know, like how long have I been gone? Like four months, It's like four or five months. yeah, yeah. something like that. It's just been the amount of things that have happened in that amount of time is just amazing. So it's been awesome.
0: It's, uh, it's been cool to see you grow, man. Um, I saw the, I saw the basis of it here while we were here, you know, it was, it was turning in your head and then you, you got out there and you just did it. So that's, that's good. A lot of people have dreams like that, that don't follow through on them. And, um, I think that's why I still do a podcast. (laughs) No man, it was
2: it's crazy, man. I, you know, I've, I've tried this this thing before, um, different economies, different sure. uh, different situations in life, and uh, it's never seemed to uh, put quotes around it work out. Um, but right now, man, with with social media and the internet and just the the way card the way the card market is and the way the companies are putting out the cards, it's it's just it's all up, up like a perfect storm right now. Sure. So it's just been awesome to be able to ride the wave, and uh, my goal is to be able to ride the wave as long as I can establish that core group of people that that stick with you sure and then to be able to survive the storms that are that are going to be ahead because it it, it is it goes up and down so
0: you got so much going on um, I don't know how you do it with just yourself I know. I know. Pops is helping you out a little bit. Yeah, I got pops, and uh, that helps uh, run. You got a you got a store called yes. Worth Collecting. Let's talk about that. What, give me the details.
2: Yeah, man, just opened up last Saturday okay. or two Saturdays ago. I guess September first. Um, yeah, Worth Collecting, man, it's awesome. It's in uh, Waxahachie, which yes, you've never heard of Waxahachie, <laughs> um, but uh, but that's okay. We're uh, we're bringing wax to Waxahachie, right? That's how we wax were. Wax to yeah, wax. Uh, somebody was somebody was giving me that tagline the other day, so that's I kind of I kind of like it. So we might we might go with something like that. Uh, but no, worth collecting, man. It's, it's awesome, man. It's got... Um, we do, you know, obviously sports cards, do some memorabilia, do mm-hmm. all the gaming stuff, man. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic, we got it all. Um, the nice thing about my place is, 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 is... Yeah, man, so like my it's set up with the retail place uh, out in the front, and then in the back, I actually have tons of room in the back to be able to have my little studio to do my breaks. I got a shipping center, I got just a couple tables back there to be able to throw some stuff out, um, sort through stuff, do some projects, and then I got a little storage room behind that. So... Perfect space, man. It's awesome. Probably the best thing about it is it allows me to get ninety eight percent of everything that was in my home, mm-hmm. not in my home anymore. <laughs> so it's great for my marriage right now.
0: That's a so, big plus. Yes. Uh, I was really impressed that uh, that place used to be. It used to be a barbecue joint.
2: See a barbecue joint, yeah. And
0: so the, uh, now they, it's converted into a uh, into a card shop. And I my my first when you first told me it used to be a barbecue place, I was like, it doesn't smell like barbecue. Nope. Uh, I know that you and I, obviously, we have a history together. We lo- we like to eat. Yeah, we're going to lunch today, right? <laughs> so uh, it's if I, I was like, man, if I've, I'm in the, that was my first thought because you just don't get the se- smell of smoke out of something very easily. No, right? you
2: don't. No, not at all. Um,
0: so, so I was like, if he's in there smelling barbecue all day long, this is not going to go well for his soda diet.
2: No, not at all. When the <laughs> the first couple of days we were uh, when we acquired the place, we were I was actually in the na- at the national. Um, in Cleveland. So, the first couple of days, I think when they, when they got everything out of there, we, we came back a week later and it did have that barbecue smell to it. But we okay. did some painting and we, you know, moved a few things around, did a little, not a whole lot of construction, nailed a few things here and there, whatever, dusted it up a little bit. And honestly, the smell went away actually pretty quick. Okay. And uh, I'm kind of glad it did.
0: Yeah, that would be a suffering through. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that is, that's something that I don't know that. I just wanna sit and smell all day long.
2: Yeah, it's tough. But the the worst part is though it's it's not there because then you're like looking around like what do I eat? Oh, yeah, what do I eat? Where yeah. do I go? So uh but there's a there's a few places. Downtown Waxahachie is a happening joint, so there's a few places to uh to grab some food. I'd so I be never
0: right. been there. I'd never been down, downtown Waxahachie until I went out to your place. Right. And I was kind of I was really impressed with what was i like i i've always heard of waxahachie you know, right <laughs> but i didn't i was kind of impressed for what it was and the size of that high school is who the hell goes to high school there dude man i was
2: <laughs> funny story so my in-law or uh, my uh, my brother-in-law was in town i don't know a couple months ago or something right before it opened and uh we were driving down 287 and he looked over he's like hey good grief is that a is that a mall <laughs> no no what, what is that? that? That's the new high school.
0: What the... <laughs> Who goes to school there? Is it, is it like all schools, or like all grades or...
2: No, it's... Uh, I think it's just it's just a high school, dude. So wow. it's just a high school. Um, the crazy thing about that is no one looked at the traffic situation in oh. the mornings for that high school. Okay. Traffic is... Horrible. Awful. Thank goodness there's a back way from where I live to... Um, there without having to go uh, <laughs> go by that high school um yeah the traffic pattern they definitely need to add a light a bridge uh traffic patrol something to, to make it a little bit better so
0: so. D- so do this for me um i got i've i've gotten so many questions and I've, I've tried to squash them all as much as i can but whether it be you know here uh on the, on the Twitter feed or whether it was at the national or whatever, everything is, Hey, what happened to Paul? Are you guys cool? Are you all right? I'm like, and I keep telling him, yeah, me and Paul are fine. There's nothing wrong with, with our relationship. We're good. We're, we're good to go to each no, other. No, I mean, ever <laughs>
2: since you started paying me off, <laughs> oh, it's worked out is, really well. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, man, look, there's nothing wrong. Eric and I, we're like, I, I don't want to be cheesy, but you know, that whole BFF thing, friends for life, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I mean, that's definitely um, on the table here. Yeah, it just it was a situation man where I just had to make some changes and uh it helps me out a ton. I was able to go to lunch yesterday with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um to be able to do stuff like that, being with my kids. My kids have some some other needs outside of just the normal school day. My wife has a very demanding job, so this gives me a lot more flexibility. So sure. it was more of a, a family type move, plus a little bit of my dream, plus a little bit of making a little bit more money, plus right. you know just a whole whole conglomerate. But man, no, me and Beckett are cool, man. I've been been doing I do group submissions now. Sure, you know uh, I'm down here probably once or twice a well, at least once a week, uh, dropping something off, picking something up, doing whatever. So um, definitely cool. Talk to all you guys, especially the analyst team a lot, and uh, a bunch of the graders and stuff. So yeah, I mean everything's cool, man. I mean I frigging Jeremy. Freaking came up to me and like tackled me at the national. So, nice. you know, whatever. So I mean everything's cool. So there's no there's no Paul hates Beckett, blah, blah, blah. None of that out there, man. Just let the haters just think what they want. But no, right. we're good, man. We're good. good. I, I do miss the podcast. This is this is fun actually being able to sit here and kind of <laughs> rip a little bit and uh and do I miss that. you.
0: I miss you too. Uh because like I didn't know how hard it was just to talk by yourself.
2: Yes, and it's it is. Weird, right? Yeah, because I break now. Right. So I literally did a video the other day for an hour and thirty-five minutes of me opening packs, mm-hmm. talking to a feed that is thirty-second delayed. Sure. So you're trying to catch up with the jokes, and you're just like, "Man, this is rough." Right. Like I thought I was funny, but no one said anything. Yeah. You know. But then you wait for like that. You don't get that instant gratification. It's like forty-five seconds later. Ha That was funny, Paul. Right. You're like, oh, okay. And then you're like <laughs> just talking about whatever. So, yeah, I get that. It it's, is a.
0: Uh, it's it is very. Weird. It's weird. Um. I don't... Because you I've, can't um yourself. Yeah, I can't and you, um... Yeah. <laughs> um, um, uh, that's what I find myself doing. Yeah. Before, when it was you and I doing this, uh, I would never have to edit anything. No, we was, would just was, pick up each other's yeah, sentences or exactly. just roll with whatever. right? But now, it's... I'm just like, um um and then there's like long pauses i get dry mouth i'm like right. I wanna, so i gotta go back through and cut stuff out and it's it's weird i don't I, it's it's a dynamic that I'm, I'm trying to work through right which i'll get I'll, I'll get a, i'll find it eventually but uh they've been good now the only stuff. thing
2: man i have one critique okay i've, I've been listening i listened to a couple of your podcasts a couple of things you've been doing you've been doing crazy stuff since i left which is awesome dude i, I gotta give you some education okay Bo Jackson's rookie is not 1989 tops. It's 88. It's 88 tops. Yeah, yeah. And I was just shaking my head. I was like, "Dang it, Eric needs me."
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I was. I was. I was talking too fast is what happened. Uh, I knew pretty, that yeah. after I said it, and I was like, "God dang!" it I was like, "89."
2: I was like, "Oh," I was just shaking my head. I was laughing. But yeah. uh, anyway, no, it's all been good, man. All good stuff. I'm just giving you a hard time about that one. You're right. I, <laughs> I
0: I knew, like I said, I knew as soon as I said it that it was it was wrong. Right. But I was talking too fast, and i was I just couldn't go back and sometimes you it. just let it go and yeah. it,
2: and you know people that are pretty novice about things probably don't even have any sure. idea. You the know. people
0: that watch that show uh shout out to Jeff and the Pat geek uh the people that watch that show probably don't know about right. cars, exactly you know, is, so is, it's it's, it's Jeff does a great job of bringing an audience in that like used to do this a long time ago, right, right, and they're probably not real familiar with terms like rookie and and uh, the different set years and everything. Right, so, right. right. Uh, Jeff, I did get that wrong. It was eighty eight tops, not, <laughs> not eighty nine. I just had to bust you on that. So, what, what did eighty nine tops look like?
2: Eighty nine tops was that, it was that a- like that Aikman card, the Aikman rookie, yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. in the traded set or whatever. Yeah. It was, I mean, all that stuff in those years are pretty. Uh, meh. Yeah. Eighty eight tops was nice. I mean, the future star cards kind of were nice or whatever. Sure. For baseball, I don't know, but whatever.
0: So, uh, you mentioned breaking. your yes, doing yes, twenty four seven breaking, man. Um, I, I, I got to tell you that uh, I'm, I'm selfishly having you on the podcast this week to plug your breaking because I'm tired of buying spots and all your stuff. You need more people in there.
2: <laughs> I do need <laughs> I do need some more people. It's hard though, man. Let me tell you. I mean, Facebook's tricky. Facebook's awesome, yeah, but it's tough, man, because there's a lot of people doing what I'm doing, and they right. do it. You know, they do it just as well or, or ten times better than I do it on, mm-hmm. on some cases. It's a lot of competition. A lot of competition yeah. to be able to have uh, some loyalty with breaking mm-hmm. and then uh, just finding people because you can't go out there and just steal everybody else's people. Like, it's not good etiquette. It's not good things. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, you build slowly. You know, I had an auction site um, that started out really slow, 24-7 auctions. Check that out on Facebook. And, um, you know, it started out slow for a while, and it grew. It's over almost 1,300 people
0: now. Right.
2: And, um, man, it's just killing it. A couple hundred auctions a week. Sure. Got good employee. It's just killing it, man. So
0: – it's uh. You know, I'm I'm involved with both of those. Look, I'm constantly going through your cards on that auction site because uh it's. For I want to say two things. First, people's sniper games are for real. They that, are
2: <laughs> shit. I'm glad I'm not trying to buy my own stuff because I would lose.
0: Because <laughs> like, if you guys get upset about eBay,
2: yeah, good grief. Facebook
0: man. auctions are, and it's not just your room. It's like every oh, room. If every right? room,
2: right? Absolutely.
0: Uh, man, it is down to the, the second because think about it. eBay, doesn't they have that program
2: that's actually like programmed to like bid at the last minute or whatever? Mm-hmm. These aren't programs, these are just people, right? Like, boom, right? And then like their internet connection is like on point, yeah. So
0: it's, it's ridiculous. So that's but what I'm getting at is you can find nice cards on there for reasonable prices, absolutely, you know. And then the second thing is the way you built that. And it's just led into your into your breaking and yep. and, and, find, and ultimately into your shop. I don't know that a lot of people from that room will go into your shop because a lot of people in that room don't live in Waxahachie, Texas.
2: No, not a whole lot of people live in Waxahachie, Texas anyway. <laughs> but
0: but it all led up to that to worth collecting. Yes, and uh, it's it I've just seen it grow the last two or three years. And it's been kind of fun to fun to watch.
2: It's been just it's been exciting, man. The, um, you know, I moved to Texas. Is a funny story. I think I might have told this before. But I moved to Texas with a five thousand count box of cards like four, four years ago. Told my wife, not going to go back in the restaurants. I'm not going to do cards. I'm going to find another career. You were a
0: banker, weren't you? Yeah. Well, my <laughs> wife
2: was working at the college, and I, you know, I'm a numbers guy, so I got a job at the little credit union. and We'd go to the school cafeteria every day for about a year and a half and eat lunch together, and. I was making buck twenty, nothing an hour, you know. Sure. And um, all of a sudden, man, I was like, ran into a few people. I was like, Beckett's in Dallas. I'm yeah. like, no, I told my wife I couldn't do cards. <laughs> Screw it. So I got the job at Beckett. <laughs> got back into cards. Couple couple guys introduced me to Facebook, which was just phenomenal. I mean, right. I've met some lifelong friends already on Facebook and uh, guys I've never even met before. What's up, Brad? But uh, yeah. <laughs> some good, some bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean just shout out Phil, Curtis, all those guys, yeah. man, Vazili. Um this is good stuff, man. It's just been a blast like, and um,
0: I I won't, I, don't, I don't know if the percentage is right, but I would say 75 or 80% of the people that we interviewed when we were doing the show together came from relationships that we have on that we had on Facebook Absolutely. whether yours or mine yep. or or vice versa, you know, together, a mutual thing. 80, yeah, 75 8% of the show was was Facebook relationships. Yeah,
2: because you think about it, eBay is so impersonal. Sure. You know, you don't really re, re, you don't really get into a relationship with the buyer. Sure. You know what I mean? The seller there's just no contact. Facebook when you start doing the instant message and the DM and you can kind of like switch over and check out, oh man, this guy does this or oh, this guy right. works for the Cowboys or this guy you know, played professional sports, what the heck, you know what I mean? Like you can kind of find out a little bit about each other and then, you know, you find out what what you have in common, what bonds you, and boom, and it's so much more personable and so much more um, meaningful, you know what I mean? It's almost like having the store relationship where the customer comes in, you get to know them about the wife, the kids, the dog, whatever. Uh, You can ask them questions and and that kind of thing. You can do that all on Facebook and kind of have that same same feel, that same experience that I believe a lot of retail is missing. I mean, all these people – I think the difference between what we do as far as selling sports cards and a product mm-hmm. and Amazon is it's just so non-personal. It's just sure. click, 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 checkout, you know? And ours is like click, 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 hey, man, how's the dog doing? You know what right, I mean? Like right. there's always there's some other element to it, and I think people like that, you know, rather than just going to a site and clicking a few
0: buttons. Would you say, it was, would you say that the uh, the Ebays and Amazon in the world are bone dry? <laughs> I, just, I would not say that they're <laughs> completely bone dry,
2: but uh, – they're very dry as far as personality. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, there's just nothing there, man. Like I haven't I haven't sold a card on eBay in years. Sure, you know, like I'm just not a uh, not a fan. Um, you know, people complain about the fees and whatever. If you know, fees are cost of doing business. You can always work around that. You know, you just, um, into into your marketing, into your into your margins or whatever. You just work around that. But it's just the. So impersonal, man. I love the shop now, man. I've had it only been open a week, but had some kids come in and opening Pokemon packs and sure. get excited. and You know what I mean? Just it's It's been cool, man. I like that part of it. Um, I don't know. I, well, that's the part I missed, I guess, being behind a desk at Beckett. You know what I mean? So I missed that interaction with the, the sports people rather than – I mean, the podcast was the only reason that we actually got out in the world right. <laughs> and got to see people. Otherwise, our jobs are pretty <gasps> – Oh, man.
0: Sorry. (laughs) It was a yawner. Those Excel spreadsheets will put you to sleep, man. uh, They were, man. They were worse than TPS reports. Yeah, worse than TPS reports. (laughs) So that, that leads me to a question. Working... Outside of the outside of the industry, then getting into the industry through Beckett, and then going back into the world working in the industry. You follow me outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. what did you learn? What did you learn from working here, and what, what did you take with you as you opened up a card shop?
2: I mean, I guess what I, what was nice about it was when, um, you know, a few years back when I was in Maryland, I did a lot of shows. Uh, I've worked in shops before. Like a lot of people knew who I was, quote unquote. Um, and that was really cool. I think when I, uh, in the last couple of years, I lived in Maryland and then moving to Texas, I really kind of lost a lot of the uh, people that I knew, the connections, stuff like that. Coming to Beckett was good. I was able to reestablish establish a lot of those relationships, mm-hmm. um, traveling a little bit with Beckett. And then just, you put that name behind you, Beckett, people actually start listening to you a little sure. bit more. You have some clout in the hobby rather than just like, oh, there's Paul from Maryland or Paul from Waxachie or whatever. Nobody knows who you are. Um, but you put a name like Becca behind you and people start kind of paying attention. Um, I think the, the greatest thing for me, I don't even know if it's, if it's anything I learned, but it's just, it's given me the confidence again to, to see what the market's like and, um, you know, give me the confidence that, that I know that the business is strong, you sure. know, to see it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Obviously we looked at reports to our eyes bled, um, so we could see the ups and downs and, and you know, where you could actually make a, a living doing this Right, and, um, like I said, I've tried like two times before, um, just didn't work out. as bad economies, different things. Um, right now this is a great time for sports cards in general. Um, great area. I mean, I, I'm not a cowboy fan as you guys know, but uh and they look like ridiculously horrible the other day. But um <laughs> hopefully the Cowboys do a little bit better this year. Um, that'll definitely help um being in this area. But uh yeah, no, I'm just excited, man. I'm just excited to to be back on the horse, back out selling and back out doing my thing and um yeah, I don't know, man. I think I, I think I learned being here the importance of grading cards. I oh, was yeah. never a grader before. Um, when I did when I did cards, I thought it was kind of s- silly, dumb. Mm-hmm. Why would I send my card to somebody else for them to critique it and mm-hmm. blah 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 and whatever? But there's a lot of value in that. There is, you know, there's a lot of value and um, when margins and you start talking about numbers and things, and I'm a numbers guy, like the margins increase tremendously if you get the right grades and whatever. So um, I think that's added a lot to um, to what I do, and obviously helps. Give me the opportunity to do it.
0: That's a that's a subject that's touchy around here with with different people for <laughs> obvious reasons. Uh, but grading is we, we talked about it before, but grading is so integral to the hobby now. Like you almost can't move a card unless it's being graded because there's always there's the doubters after the like if you try to sell a card on eBay or Facebook or wherever. And it's not graded. The first question is: Has this been sub?
2: Yeah, it's the yeah. first question. And for me, it's worse. Yeah. Because I work, at, I've, I've worked at Beckett, so they just assume that I that I, oh, it's got to be a nine. Or it's yeah. got to be an eight five. There's something wrong with it. Right. If, if Paul's selling it, there's something wrong with it. And I know a lot of the other guys that submit cards, um, you know, do the same thing I do or whatever. It's the same thing, you know. But I, I'll tell you right now, it, and that may be true on some of them. Mm-hmm. I've took the grading test twice. I failed it both times. <laughs> so I am not a card grader by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but knowing, knowing, you know, people know that work at Beckett or whatever, I'm sure I'm always going to have that little stigma behind me um, as far as that goes. But yeah, no, it's important though to to get your cards graded. Um, there's so many people out there, just so many bad people out there, you know, trimming cards and sure. fakes and fake autos and, and all that stuff. And the one thing grading does is maybe it doesn't get the grade you want. Maybe it's an eight or an eight five, but it just solidifies that the authenticity of the card. Nothing's mm-hmm. been altered with it. Uh, things like that. So if you're a real collector and you want to preserve it and uh, and keep it good, go BGS. You know, obviously I like their, the way they grade things with the sleeves and the way they do things. So you know, if you're if you're a true collector and it's just something for you, get it graded, man. Even sure. if it comes back a seven, like it just doesn't. It doesn't matter at that point, you know, but you know, it's authentic, you know, it's real. There's nothing worse than I've heard some horror stories where these guys got these notebooks with like these older cards or this card or whatever. And they think they're worth tens of thousands of dollars and they turn them in and it's trimmed or it's cut or it's not real or whatever. So don't, don't fall into that game. Find out now, (laughs) find out now. Uh, So, so you know what you have. You know, a lot of us are not experts. Sure. You know what I mean. How many experts are in this hobby? There's, there's not many of them. Right. You know what I mean. There's a very few of them that are, and um, the the normal person isn't. So get your card graded, send it to the experts, let them look at it, let them figure mm-hmm. out what the what the deal is, and uh, yeah, then you have peace of mind that you actually have what you think you have.
0: Another another thing I wanted to ask you was um, – and I, I know the answer to this just because – Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the answer because of how much time we've spent together. And, you know, we you and I, we've shared our, our DM messages. And I'm not asking you to call it, anybody out at all. That's <laughs> not what I'm asking you to do. But, uh, like, that stigma of – Hey, you work at Beckett. Can you hook me up with this? You know, do you, d- does that carry over with you now? Especially since you're now an aggregate for us that you you submit cards. You know,
2: yeah, I've had a few people who, um, you know, I mean, uh, what can I say? I, I was here for over two years, right. so clearly, with my kind of personality being outgoing, whatever, you know, I got to know, and I won't even name them back there, but I, you know, I know who who runs the grading department. I know sure. all the guys that do. I mean, I know the graders. I know everybody back there, and I think. Um, when they were going through their slower times and trying to get the orders out or whatever, I mean, I think, um, you know, this is when the business everybody leads to, everybody wants a hookup. Everybody wants something. And, uh, you know, I just can't, you know, I'm, I'm don't work here anymore. I am just a customer who just happens to be a friend of people that do work here, but yeah, I don't have any like special go to power with Jeremy and go to lunch with Jeremy and have my, my cards, you know, graded black labels or, it on time or anything like that. So, yeah, I don't have any special kind of pool. What I do have is I have a great open and honest relationship with all the guys down here, and the ability to come down here once or twice a week sure. to be able to drop them off, take care of your cards, do stuff like that. Um, but as far as getting any special privileges,
0: it's not happening. It doesn't
2: happen, and 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 to be honest with you, I don't I don't think it really does happen. I mean, people have all these stories about this and that and all this other stuff, but it's a pretty tight ship down here. So uh,
0: I I, I would. keep it close. And you and I've done this. For a long time we, we always kept it close To the vest uh, Who knew that we worked here Right, right. You know yeah. be, Because of situations like that Yeah man And I will say that uh, I'll say 90% of the people Don't ask You know Because they, they know Right uh but the you do have that other ten percent out there like, hey, you know, can you right. can you get this for me? And the answer is, is if I can't get it, no, that you cannot get it either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, what you got you could get a discount on employee grading? Yeah. You know,
2: like all those all those crazy questions. Like, come on, I know you can you can go back there and like move my order, can't you? Yeah, like from like from you know, seventy seventh up to number four, right? You know, or whatever. That
0: yeah. that's a big one that yeah. happens. Uh, yeah. also, uh can you make sure this gets a 10?
2: Yes, I get that a lot that's ridiculous that's uh, ridiculous, and you, you see it all the time, people trying to just whatever you yeah. know if I submit this card with a six pack of beer and a whatever like right. does that help? No because you're just making the the greater drunk and then you can't see the card to exactly. begin with, and you're going to get a worse grade so no, I mean none of that stuff works man it's you know I'll squash whatever there's um, there's there's no inside trading going on down here as far right. as that goes and uh and I definitely don't have any extra hookups than anybody else so the only privilege i get is i get to uh do get to walk around back here just a little bit more because uh e- even, see with, people. even with that
0: being said <laughs> you're still not getting into the grading side of the. no I, I can't get in at all
2: i can't get in at all and you know what for the two and a half years i worked here i couldn't yeah. I never had a, a key fob yeah. password what's the one thing's got the eye laser thing yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. know how to get in any of that stuff and i never i went over there maybe 10 times or something like legit went over there like 10 times the whole time i worked here so um they don't let anybody back there. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a thing, man. It's like, Fort Knox back there. <laughs> yeah, I mean we see each other at lunch and, and special events and stuff, corporate meetings. Those are those are fun. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's like Fort Knox.
0: Kevin was here. Uh, Hagelin was here. The other last week recording, and he was looking for an ultra pro bo- ultra pro box. Oh, okay. Uh, the the one not the one touches, but the just the card savers. Oh, okay. He just wanted an empty box, so I took him. I took him over to JJ's desk. <sighs> Now before before I hit the code to get in the room in yeah. the door, I was like, "Hey, you're not here." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, remember Pat Neshek was here, yeah. and it was almost like pulling strings to get the major league baseball player right. to walk back there. Exactly. You know what I mean? And um, of course, you know they let him walk back there and look around and, and talk to a few guys or whatever, which was really cool. But yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not uh it's not pock luck. Everybody no. back there doing lunch and doing stuff like that. So and uh those guys, I man, shout out to them, man. They work hard, they do the best they can. Um and, and they work
0: stupid hours. So anyway. So just by happenstance, I was looking at my Facebook memories this week and this is um, not a year not, not a year to the date, but very, very close. Okay. We we you and I were in Vegas at the gold, Golden Gold and Silver Pawn shop. Oh, that's right. In a very nice hotel. Was it the Mandalay Bay? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah,
2: yeah, something yeah. It was
0: a very nice hotel, the slowest elevator in the history of hotel ele- elevators. I think that was because we were big. You, no, it was everybody. I it was, don't know,
2: man. I think it just was like, oh God, i had to work extra hard. <laughs>
0: it was it was really, <laughs> no, really, it was really slow. slow. Um so a year ago because it was opening weekend of the NFL.
2: That's right, it was. And uh It was. And we didn't stay, we flew out on yeah, Sunday. We, we flew
0: out on Sunday. And it was uh, a different time, but it's been a year. But what a difference a year has made! And you, you and I are—we're are, still great friends. But you're not here doing this. Right, right. You're doing your own thing. I'm—I have more responsibility now here at Beckett. It's—it's uh, it's a, a completely different stage of our lives. But man, we—I well, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to wash your balls and tell you, thank you. Uh, we. <laughs> We spent two years of our lives together doing doing a podcast, and, and to be honest, we were closer to each other probably uh, proximity wise, just because we're so big. Right. <laughs> we we were, but we were we were we were closer to each other than you know. Sometimes our own like I knew when I was traveling that I could turn around and count on you, right. and vice versa. Right. So I mean, it was it was great having you here, and it was great uh, working with you. But I'm so proud of you for doing uh, what you've always wanted to do, man.
2: Thanks, dude. I mean, that's. It- it's been awesome, man. I do miss, like I said, I do miss the podcast. I miss all the uh, the fat packers and fat packerettes out there for sure. Right. Um, it was a little weird being at the National, you right. know, kind of walking around. I was kind of like off to the side. People come up, you know. People, I still run into little kids or whatever. Hey! Yeah. You're a fat pack. <laughs> and, it's weird, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> fat pack for life. Yeah. Um yeah, so, you know, I, the one little kid, man, I didn't squash his dreams. So I'd like uh, <laughs> signed his little thing for him or whatever. You know, it was cool, whatever. But, um, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, dude. We met a lot of people. And, yeah, being in Vegas, that's funny. So we go from one year hanging out with Chumley to uh, <laughs> getting, <laughs> kind of getting, yeah, kind of, <laughs> and getting dissed by the, uh, the security guard.
0: <laughs> you know what the greatest part about that story was? Chumley was, was nice. He was yeah, nice. No, he
2: no, yeah, he was at the candy shop. Uh,
0: but he but he 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 uh did not do the interview like he was going to he do. He did not, he did not. And then the security he guard big timed us, yeah, as you he, said. Yeah, he big timed us. And the security guard completely big timed. I was not there for that <laughs> interaction. That's so crazy. But he completely big timed you. He did. And uh a week later, we were home yep. the next weekend. And they had just got their asses handed to them in a fight yep. in Los Angeles.
2: <laughs> they did. That was pretty funny.
0: It was. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe in karma, but if I did, that would be. Uh, that was pretty funny. That yeah. That was funny. It was indeed, man. So, all right. Um, no man,
2: it's been a blast, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, dude. This has been fantastic. Thank back you, Back sir. in the, the new studio. Yeah. Good
0: stuff. Shout out to Megan again for decorating it. Awesome. Because you know that I didn't do it. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> it definitely
2: had uh Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs>
0: All right, before you get out of here, give uh, give our, our folks your social media and where they find you so they can uh, get involved with you.
2: Dude, on Facebook, it's t- just 24-7 auctions. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just jump into that group, and I can put you every, anywhere else you need to be. But 24-7 Breaking is the breaking group. There's a whole bunch of other 24-7 groups, but go to one of those two. Um, give, me a, give me a message on Facebook, friend me, and I will get you hooked up to where you need to be. Uh, otherwise, worth collecting is in uh, Waxahachie, man. Look it up. It's uh, 305 West Madison Street. In
0: the Hatchie, in the Hatchie, uh, there is it's their big red barn. Is that what it's called?
2: Yeah, it's a red, it's it's part of the Red Red Barn Antique Mall. I think is what it's actually okay. called. But yeah, it's
0: um, you can't it's, miss it. It's big and red. Can, yeah, <laughs> it's
2: big and red, and you can't miss my sign outside. So, yeah. um, for sure. So yeah, so come check us out if you are local, um, but if not, yeah, hit me up on on social media for sure, and I will uh, I'll connect with you. And uh, let me know if you listen to the podcast, too. It might, uh, might mean something to me, and it might, uh, might mean a little discount, actually, too.
0: <laughs> There's a uh, picture of you and I in the, in the storefront that your dad is very proud of. Oh, my
2: goodness gracious, <laughs> man. My dad, man. So I'll tell the story real quick. So we were at the National. Right. You were there, and you wanted me to come by and sign the one big poster of us. Right. Um, you were giving away for yeah. charity or something. I forget. I So like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll come by and sign it. So you messaged me or something and said, man, it ripped and I was like oh man so he's like yeah we're not doing that I'm like all right well that's cool so I told my pops my pops came with me never been to a national before he walked around like with his eyeballs coming out of his head the whole time which was wild to watch him But he like salvaged this thing he like had yeah. to have it so like he like harassed eric until eric gave it to him and uh he went home and like took it all apart and cut it and tried to group it and whatever he wanted to put it in the window <laughs> of the shop so there I am me and Eric sitting in the window <laughs> of the, window. The, the shop. <laughs> so, he did good,
0: he did a good job salvaging it because that he, thing was jacked He
2: did, up. man. He did a good job. He's a proud papa moment, so I just let him have it. Your and, dad's uh, a
0: good guy. I like him.
2: He, uh, he cracks me up, man. He, he
0: will take care of any problem for $97. He I'm will. You, it's, he
2: will. $97. He will write that check.
0: He will get it done for you. you
2: that don't know who a check is, just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a lot of inside jokes that were probably uh, left unsaid. but Probably. Um, well... You, you hung out here for for a little while. I know you got to get back to the husky because it's a uh, it's a ways.
2: Yeah, Pops is uh Pops opens the door, so we're in good hands. You're in good hands? Yeah, he's he's learning the uh the whole square thing. So, just...
0: I want to give a shout out to the uh Goodwin's box break that we did earlier. Uh <laughs> If you want to see some anatomically correct animals,
2: yeah, just follow Was it uh, is Bible putting that up on his I, thing. somebody
0: that's uh I was uh I've never been speechless opening boxes of cards, but I was... That was, that was interesting. It was interesting. It was very interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, guys, go oh, check man. him out, uh, Worth Collecting and Waxahachie. You can also follow him on Twitter at Worth Collecting and Instagram oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, at Worth Collecting. And then uh, his Facebook is 24-7 Auctions, 24-7 Breaking. And he's got a couple of different 24-7 rooms that he can add you to. Thank you so much for hanging out, Paul. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, dude. All right, you guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Daryl McKay with Oyo Sports, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, joining us next on the Fat Packs podcast this week is our uh, our feature guest, a uh, friend of mine. I we met for the first time at in Cleveland at the National, but uh, we've worked together uh, on, on shows and, and things like that. You you saw him on the uh, on the main stage during the. Uh, podcast roundtable and uh happy to introduce and announce that well he announced it last week that we're going to be doing a show together uh coming up very soon called driving the donkeys we'll get into that a little later but uh drew herndon what's up drew
1: how's it going eric how's everything going today
0: it's it's going pretty good i want to i want to ask how you are man you got a hurricane bearing down on you you guys are you good today you good to do a podcast
1: <laughs> oh yeah we're good man uh I think growing up in South Florida and going through a couple hundred of them probably puts me a little bit more at ease than most, but, uh, yeah, we're hanging in there. Probably won't be that bad.
0: I've, I've tried to convince my wife to move to North Carolina for probably three years. And she keeps telling me, no because she's afraid of hurricanes and, um, that's fine. You know, I, I, I want to live in Charlotte for some reason. I don't know why I want to live in Charlotte, but I, I just, I like, Charlotte is a perfect point for me. Uh, it's, geographically it's near it's not far from the ocean it's not far from mountains so i would be happy there but she i she cannot get past the hurricane so uh and this this week's hurricane is definitely not helping my case at all so (laughs) please please be safe man whatever you're doing please be safe
1: oh we will and hey we'd always love to have you in charlotte so if you ever do get to convince the wife (laughs) out there you're always welcome here
0: (laughs) it's uh i'm working on it maybe maybe one day maybe uh maybe when the kids are, are done going to school and everything we can uh pick up and move to charlotte but that's neither here nor there uh so we, we we brought you on this week we got a couple of things we need to talk about and uh a couple of places uh, different places we could go but let's start with this story that you guys uh w- w- tell us what Waxpack nation is first of all and then tell us about this uh this colton walker thing you guys are, are, are following up waxpack
1: well, uh, wax pack nation uh that's who i was there with at the national um it's a new company that jared landris and uh Myself and a few others are starting. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be implementing a whole, uh, a ton of different features here in the near future. Um, but one of the things we do is we do have our Wax Tech Nation News Network, which is a, a hobby blog and everything. And yesterday, uh, a good friend of ours and a guy that prospects. He's a he's probably the biggest prospector I know. He I think he had over over a thousand autographs he got just this season going and prospecting around in Charlotte. He's a major collector. And he reached out to me yesterday uh, and, you know, obviously he he studies these prospects and he told me to take a look at these Colton Welker autographs. And so after about six, seven hours or so of research looking into every signature he signed since I think he was 15 or 16, um, we kind of came to the conclusion that you know these look a little suspect, and the autos in question came out of the brand new release twenty eighteen Bowman high tech, and it looks a little odd because the autographs in question are only the base autographs, which from one of our sources who was there with louis Luis Robert when he signed, they signed three thousand of the base autos for high tech. and it looks to be the base autos and a couple maybe one or two parallels with these autographs have surfaced, but the autos, are 1,000% different. They're, they're, I mean, just taking a look at them, if you go to waxpack.blog, you can check out the article. It's also on our socials. But um, there was just way too many questions. And so I reached out to a couple of uh, authentication experts that you and I know in the field and spoke with them and uh, they all said, you know, the same thing, that these look really suspect, but without having them in hand, you know, they can't give any definitive opinion. So we reached out to tops. I have reached out to his agent multiple, multiple times, and uh, we haven't gotten any responses yet, but definitely go check these autographs out, because while I'm not saying that he 100 percent has done anything wrong. I mean, there is a chance he took a handwriting class and <laughs> changed his entire signature. Ben Affleck, a perfect example has 5,000 different signatures. He does, but I mean, you know, as well as I do with the DAC situation last year and just so many things in this hobby, it's, you know, due diligence has to be done when something looks a little suspect. So it's been a crazy 24 hours trying to de- <laughs> trying to deal with this situation and figure everything that's going on. And, Hopefully, we get some clarification from Tops or his agent uh, sometime today.
0: You know, I'm looking at your post here now, and there is a definite discrepancy. Um, one looks like an adult signature, and one looks like someone's kid signed it. Almost exactly, uh, and it's yeah. There, there, there's and, definitely something there. I, I don't. I don't know even, what it is, but.
1: Even if you look into when he signed his full name going back, I mean, there's a picture in there of when he would sign his full name back, uh, probably when he was in high school or something. Just nothing matched up. And then we started looking at all the colored parallels and all the, the low-numbered stuff and all that, and they're all the exact same auto he's used for ages. Sure. Then you look on YouTube, and there's a picture of him signing literally last week, and he's signing his same signature as always. So. These these certain set of autographs just they really they caught a buddy of mine's attention. He's a great eagle eye look uh he's always looking out for this stuff and always checking it out and he brought it to my attention and after we did some digging it's just something that uh something that we thought need to be looked into and hopefully we get some clarification on it because, you know, this hobby's not cheap. It's <laughs> and not. this guy and Colton is you know, he's a rising star. He's a guy that could end up being very, very big for the Rockies and his stuff sells well and uh one of the things that I pride myself on in this hobby, more than anything, is trying to help everybody else out in this hobby. And nobody needs to be spending money on autographs that they don't even know if they're real.
0: <laughs> this is um. Let me let me ask you this. I I, I I assume I know the answer, but I don't want I don't want to do that. I want to know, I want to know from your mouth. So sure. just like, you know, everybody. You know, when we're how how old are you, Drew? Thirty four. You're thirty four. Okay, I'm thirty seven. When I was in high school and you know middle school, I thought I was going to be some big name football player or anything you know some 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 star because we all have dreams like that. And I practiced my signature over and over and over and over. Now, did you do that? Did you practice practice your signature as well?
1: Oh, absolutely! I still do. <laughs> okay. I still, uh, <laughs> I mean, with my name being Andrew and going by Drew, it's always been a uh, it's always been a difference of if I sign Andrew or if I sign Drew. And so I've always, uh, yeah, I've been doing that since I was a kid. I think we all do, especially, like you said, when you're growing up playing sports or doing anything, you always assume that one day, yeah. you know, you'll be signing that autograph on the balls. So, oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: So this, the, 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 um, I have your, your story up here, and the signature on the left Looks completely different than the signature on the right And the one on the right looks like something he has practiced his whole life And it's something that you mentioned earlier You know, on the YouTube video He's signing the same way Whatever this is on the left is I, I don't know if he was like Abducted and came back and wrote something Or This is It's just not his signature And uh, I I'm, I'm, i don't know that I should You know, this is your story It's not mine But that's just not right Whatever it is, it's not right no
1: <laughs> no, it's not. And and you know, I I struggled with wanting to even put it out there until I really had, you know, one thousand percent definitive answers. But we attempted to like I said, I, I had spoken to his agency and his representatives or attempted to and spoke to his secretary plenty of times and, you know, it kinda they kinda gave me the cold shoulder brush off effect a little bit. Of and course. uh you know, eventually, you know, we just kept looking at it and I talked to Couple other people showed it to a couple others, and you know this is one of those hot products right now. People are ripping left and right, sure. and I'm seeing a lot of these <laughs> these Coltons come out. And like I said, he's actually selling pretty high. And so you know, yeah we just uh, you know, like I said, due due diligence needs to be done on this type of stuff, and collectors need to be they need to know that what they're getting is legit. And if we'd never had any scandal like this before, or any person that had been accused of doing something like this before then I probably wouldn't have even given it a second look but in this day and age you know you can't put it past anybody you can't (laughs) you got to take a look when something looks wrong and as as you're looking at right now there's a lot wrong with these autographs
0: yeah it definitely is uh well let's move on because I don't want to be completely negative here i do want to make the connection though to uh to the denver area as you and i are going to be working on a project together uh called driving the donkeys you we you and i have discussed this probably for well since a little bit before the national and um you you announced it last week on go gts's show i was on last night with uh black jade wolf and uh, red velvet break. Or red, I'm sorry, red felt breaks, and we uh, we discussed it there. But let's go ahead and make the announcement here. Uh, we're starting. Uh, it's a it's going to be a, a, a web show, much like I don't want to say much like uh, GTS's show because they what they do is great. But uh, we want audience interaction, so we're going to have a web a web based show called Driving the Donkeys. And uh, you and I went back and forth on this for a while because we <laughs> were we were looking for we what it started as is a specific player that we were going to target and uh in our initial conversations it was Darius Geis we had that conversation and the next night he went out and (laughs) blew up his leg or his knee I believe and so the curse of Drew and Eric is real uh sorry Redskin (laughs) fans that's happened to you but uh as we move on to the Broncos now (laughs) and the the entire rookie class of the Broncos it it was going to be just Royce Freeman and we looked at that rookie class and it's just a robust rookie class for the Broncos and we said why not do the whole the whole rookie class. So what it is going to be is an just an in-depth dive of uh, how of of their performances and how it affects their card values on a week-to-week basis throughout throughout the NFL season. This can this could go as many as, as 16 weeks, 17 weeks. It could go throughout the playoffs. So uh let's see what happens. What what are your thoughts on this, man?
1: Oh, I'm thrilled to start this. I think this is an awesome project. One thing that, uh, and once you approached it to me, uh, like I told you, it was something I was interested in immediately. Um, I think one thing that we always talk about on our show, and it's something that I talk about just with friends all the time, is this modern day market and the, the eBay, I guess the eBay era, if you want to call it that, has turned collecting into so much like day trading and so much effects values from a day-to-day, you know, from just a day-to-day game-to-game method. And football, I think, is even more specific to that because they get one game a week. Sure. <laughs> you know, baseball, basketball players, they've got those multiple games. You can have a an 0 for 4 game or a two-point game and survive it. But in the NFL, it's a little bit more of an up-and-down with this market. And so uh, I'm looking forward to the show. I think it's going to be a blast. I think people are going to love it. And man, we couldn't have picked a better rookie class because this Broncos rookie class, I mean, the Saints had a great one last year, but this Broncos class is absolutely stacked. You mentioned Freeman. Obviously, you've got Chubb. You've got Sutton on the outside at receiver. I mean, there are so many options on this team of rookies that could end up being solid, solid all pros, all stars in the future that, uh, you know, it definitely made sense to go with the Broncos, and I think people are gonna enjoy it because if you like the hobby and you like, you know, studying it like we do, um, it's gonna be an interesting show.
0: It's gonna be fun. Um, I wanna mention here also that Mike Fruitman has come on board. He's gonna be our official Denver card shop. He's not exactly in Denver, but uh I've known Mike for a very long time and I asked him, I said, Mike, all it's gonna cost you is just your 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 knowledge of the Denver market, and he was absolutely on board with that. So happy to have Mike on board as we get little, little uh, updates from him. I don't know that it's going to be an every week basis, but we'll get it, we'll get updates from him, and he can tell you what's going on in the uh, in the Denver area, specifically in his shop because uh, he has. I don't if you guys out there have been to Mike's shop. It's one of the best shops in the country. He does a great job of uh, of running that, and i I know that he's been on a few times and, and i and I do wash his balls, but he's he's um he's a great guy and that's the, that's the only way to put it and he, he runs he runs a tight ship so um happy to have Mike a part of it as well so um uh, one thing we do got to talk about though is this kid Lindsay man he is like a Denver product through and through and through, and he's he ended up playing with the Broncos. I don't know does do you know if he, he even has cards? have you seen any?
1: I haven't seen any yet. I have a feeling that Panini's product development team is probably getting some printing plates ready <laughs> yeah. because I, I have not seen any yet. He may, don't quote me, but he may have gotten into contenders draft um, since that is such a, you know, such an expanded product for college. But I don't think he may have even been in that. Um, but I, <laughs> I asked for week one and like I said at, from what I'm seeing from these guys I have a feeling he's going to be in a lot of the products coming well, up soon.
0: What I'm going to do here since we're uh, I, I happen to work at Beckett <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna take a look at our database and see if he's in here at all because I don't recall seeing him in other in other products. Uh, in, I any, don't either. Any of the uh, early products. So let me sure make sure I got his name right. And it's Philip Lindsay, right? Oh yeah, I spelt it with an E, not an A. All right, let me change it. And this is riveting radio for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, he does. He has a few actually. Twenty nine. He's got twenty nine cards total, and he can be found in products such as my internet working. All right, so uh, currently he has twenty nine total cards. Uh, an average value of five dollars and sixty-two cents, and a com- total value of uh, one hundred and sixty-three dollars. All twenty-nine of his cards are uh, are autographed. That's interesting. So, wow. um, yep, he's in elite elite draft picks and leaf draft autographs. That's and panini contenders draft picks. So he's in three products, but he is not. Readily available as there's only 29 cards uh, for you to grab. So he is definitely going to be one on our radar to watch. Man, uh, he had a, a really nice game last week. I and it's like the Broncos are just rolling out. I mean, I think they started three rookies, and they're just going to keep rolling them out, man.
1: They did, and you know, like you said there, I think you said his uh, average value or so is about five dollars or so. That's that. <laughs> I mean, that you talk about something that's going to jump. Um, the, this kid, this kid's got all the potential in the world. Like you said, this is one that when we even discussed the class, he wasn't even on our radar. <laughs> we no, he was the class based on all the other guys. Exactly. And, and I mean, it's, uh, like I said, this class is something special and, um, Elway, you know, he's, he's swung and missed on quite a few, but, uh, <laughs> he, he seemed to have, uh, gone four for four, five for five on this one because, um, he's got some studs and it's it's going to be a fun show to do uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how you know these market values and stuff like that the secondary market and even the the local denver markets, you know react to their production or lack thereof as the season goes on
0: and indeed so uh, that's going to be on wednesday nights uh, i believe we decided at 8:30 uh, so it'll be 9:30 eastern 8:30 central and um it's gonna we, we have a facebook page up it's a, uh, as at, well you know what let me make sure that i have the right one in front of me i want to tell you guys the right pages to go follow uh drew is also an admin there on this page so you you can interact with drew and he'll help you or uh, i'll i'll be happy to help you too and it's just driving the donkeys we have a whole tw- 12 uh 12 likes right now and it's at driving the donkeys on facebook so if you go to facebook.com backslash driving the donkeys you will find the page and look for content to start showing up there very soon as uh drew and i start rolling this out uh thing to mention here is this may not always be called driving the donkeys if uh next next season if we if we decided we want to move on and, and do another rookie class we we completely reserve the right to change the name of the page and the show but it'll still be the same concept (laughs)
1: <laughs> no yeah absolutely uh you know i think i think this is something that people are going to love and like you said uh next year we might be following another rookie class uh who knows elway might knock it out of the park again and <laughs> might be driving the donkeys part too we don't know but uh i'm looking forward to season one and uh looking forward to doing a show with you man it's going to be a blast
0: it's it's going to be a lot of fun all right uh let's let's move on here i want to get your thoughts on uh i i, I kind of heard them on on, on go gts but your thoughts on your first national setting up there as a new business and a, in a, in a podcast. What, how'd that go for you, man?
1: Ooh, <laughs> um, overwhelming is the first, the first word that comes to mind. Wow. Um, it was unlike anything that I'd prepared for. You try and prepare yourself for it. You try and go there and think you're just going to set up and just go and just, you know, everything's going to run smoothly. Uh, I'll never make that mistake of having that dream again. (laughs) (laughs) As, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. It was overwhelming. It was a ton of work. You want to talk about being tired? I think it took me a week to probably catch up to everything and get back to normal. But, um, you know, it's an experience. I definitely recommend any, like I said on GTS, anybody that is going there. If you do plan on setting up, bending, doing anything like that, I would go as a visitor first, <laughs> try and take it all in, figure out exactly what it is because it's it's a different beast than anything that uh that I'd ever experienced before. All in a good way. It was a blast. I'd never had so much fun being so busy in my life, but um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, this year's national in terms of internet connection and a couple other things, there were some issues that made the podcasting aspect and the, the recording aspect a little more difficult than we wanted. But uh, overall, I mean, it was it was absolutely incredible. I mean, we could, I couldn't have asked for a better experience, honestly. I finally got to meet you, Rob, Ivan, just all these, all the guys that, you know, we've been on each other's shows, we've been talking, we seem to have known each other for years it was a blast getting to meet everybody and just getting to just getting to interact with the people that you only get to interact with on social media half the time but um going there and doing the work and everything and doing the podcast it's uh it is a whole lot of work it is a full-time job day to night the entire week but um honestly it was one of the best experiences of my life i had a complete blast there
0: I you know um <laughs> We had a, we had some conversations leading into the into the national, and you were telling me all this stuff that you're gonna do, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, and at some point during that conversation, I said I said Drew, if you have that much free time, you're doing something wrong, and <laughs> uh, I I don't mean to say I told you so. I'm not trying to be braggadocious, but I told you I so, know. man. You were running oh, yeah, around absolutely. with your head cut off, man, and I was like, there's just <laughs> no way you're gonna get everything done that you want to get done, and uh, I, I was trying to be nice when I told you that. But at the same time, like he's just gonna have to learn, and because um, because going into next next year's national in Chicago, I I guarantee you you're gonna go, uh, approach it approach it completely differently than you did this time.
1: Oh, I've already got. Oh, trust me, you were one first First off you were 100% dead on, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, there will be many, many different things changed going into year two. And, you know, just like anything, it's a learning experience. And I was running around. I think everyone that saw me knows that I was probably running around like a madman the entire week, trying to accomplish everything. And, uh, probably set the goals a little too high <laughs> for year one on what you can actually, uh, get done there. But, um, yeah, definitely a lot of changes going into year two, and you know, like like I said, it's you, you got to experience it, you've got to be there, and you, you've you've got to see what all you can do. And I think uh, I think your advice at the beginning was something that probably should have listened to at the time, but it's one of those things where you think, nah, I got this. But
0: <laughs> I, I understand that I, it's it's hard to it's hard to take that because you're so excited going in, and I I get it because I was there the year before uh and I will give you an example of what I did different this this year uh a year before in Chicago I had my complete and total setup with me and I set up and I and I stayed stationary and I did my show from from the Beckett booth this year I had it with me but I didn't even set it up I I was so busy running around with a wireless mic that I didn't have time to really sit down and do it do my show from the Beckett booth it's something it's it's an ever changing beast. Chicago is going to be completely different than Cleveland. Atlantic City is going to be completely different than Chicago. I've never been to Atlantic City. I don't know what that's going to be like, but it's it's an ever evolving thing. And something that was talked about last week on Go G- Go GTS with uh, with you and Rob and Ivan was a podcasters role. I think that is a definite must. I think it has to happen. Uh, and just like they had Breakers role, I think just on the other side of that, they could have podcasters role. There's so many sports park sports card podcast now it makes totals i think there's 12 or 15 and you know i I listen to a handful of them i don't get them all in but it's something that needs to be done we can just sit there and all have a good time together
1: no i completely agree when rob brought that up it's something that i've been i've actually already been trying to put the initial steps in place and seeing who i need to talk to because like you said there's so many awesome shows out And they've got Breakers Row, it's set up, the internet's good there, everything's set, the way they lay it out is perfectly set up to throw in a podcast row right around there. And, you know, I think it's something that a lot of the the people that go to the show as well would like to see. I mean, if walking by, you know, Breakers Row, you stop and you get to look at the breakers, you walk by Podcast Row, you might see... You know, uh, Tom Fish, or you know somebody like that, sitting there having an interview. Somebody you can sit down and listen to and learn more about the hobby as you're as you're walking by and looking through National, and you know. And I think also all it does is give the people that aren't there. It gives the people that are able to do the show the ability to give that content to the people that can't make it. Because I know there's a lot of people that are there that just wanna that want any glimpse of it that they can get, whether it's video, audio, whatever it is. They just wanna feel some of that experience and they weren't able to make it. And so I think having something like that would just make it awesome for not only the people there and the podcasters like us to be able to do the work a little easier, but also the people that aren't able to make it, they'll probably be able to get to experience a little more of it and give that interactive experience for
0: them. That uh, is 100% correct. Now I'm looking at your new, uh, your new, well, it's your latest show. Uh, let me get that photograph, uh, let me get that Pottergraph Prospects and Call-Ups. Is that your latest show? Episode 46? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I see the Sparty Hawk logo on there. I'm familiar with that. But I see also uh, Mojo Breaks. What are you guys doing with Mojo? Uh,
1: Mojo is one of our new sponsors. They uh, We've just started working with them. And uh, some great, great guys. They've been in the business forever. Sure. And um, they've actually got something for uh, for all the listeners on the show if you do go to mojobreak.com and enter the code POD18, that's P-O-D-1-8, you'll actually get 18% off any pick-your-team break that they've got up going. And so definitely go take a look at that and uh, jump in on those savings because that's a pretty impressive <laughs> discount that they're giving. But, um, yeah, just working with Mojo Breaks on uh, doing some stuff in the future. They're nice enough to – be able to sponsor the show and support us. And, you know, we've had, since the National, we've had uh, so many companies and so many people really reach out and really, you know, express how much they like the show. And Mojo is just somebody that uh, we've just started working with and uh, looking forward to a long relationship with them in the future, we hope.
0: Every time we go to an event, Mojo is there. Like every time Mojo is there, uh, those guys know what they're doing. They do a good job of it. I think I honestly think that video wise, I think they have the best show in the hobby, because I mean I don't I don't I don't know who's who's backing that, but they have a nice setup and um, it's almost like a stage presence and they do they do a real good job, so that's that's cool, man. Uh, so what was that pod eighteen on the on the pyt?
1: Yeah, pod eighteen, and they'll give you eighteen percent off any of their pick your team breaks.
0: That's good to know. You guys, go check them out, uh, Mojo. They are definitely friends of the show. Definitely want to go uh, support them and support what they're doing. And then one more thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, Let Her Rip, your new video series by uh, – you're working with Panini. This is a, a segment that w- that's a regular on your podcast, but now it's turned into a video uh, piece. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Um, that actually came to fruition at the National. Um, I've been – We'd been talking with uh Tracy and the, and everyone over at Panini for a while now, and uh been wanting to do something with them but uh Letter rip was a segment we started on week one of our show, and just one of those segments that we'd preview products and discuss something that's coming out and we talked with Tracy and you know he's somebody that listens to the show and everything and we decided to work with them on bringing Letter Rip to the video screen, which is really where it belongs, in my opinion. <laughs> and so what we're doing is uh, we're going to be either reviewing or previewing Panini products on the show. And so we've got episode one out now. We review Don Russ and Unparalleled Football. And then we've got episodes two and three coming out. I believe it's next Next week, depending on this hurricane, <laughs> don't <laughs> quote me on that, we might have to push a couple things back, but um, we've got uh, Crown Royale, basketball, and Elements football, and then some really awesome surprises coming up in the future, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a really fun show, we give you an in-depth look at the products and product breakdown, just so if you haven't seen them before, or if you're on the fence about buying them, or if it's a new product that you haven't seen, and you, you just want to check it out. Um, it's on our YouTube channel, which is, let me get that potograph. Um, so check it out over at YouTube. And like I said, episode one's out now and, uh, barring this hurricane and barring how long we're stuck inside without power <laughs> episode two or 3 it'll be out in the next, uh, the next week or so.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm going to I'm going to, I haven't got to watch the video yet, but I'm going to check it out. What are you doing with those cards after you ripping them? Are you giving them away? What's going on?
1: Yeah, we're gonna be doing a whole lot of giveaways. All of the all of the base cards and stuff like that are being donated to Kid cards. Okay. So all the all the base and stuff like that's gonna be end up going to Kid Ordy. And we're gonna be some of the stuff will be done as a giveaway and then some of the stuff is going to be auctioned off for signatures for soldiers okay and so a lot of different a lot of different um avenues on what's going to be happening with those so definitely follow us on the socials especially on our uh on twitter and facebook is that's where a lot of that stuff's going to be going on but yeah a lot of stuff going on with kid Ordy and signatures for soldiers with this as well so hopefully we can do some hopefully we can do some really good for this show also for some really awesome companies because if you haven't checked out kid Ordy cards or signatures for soldiers guys these are two awesome organizations doing some great stuff in the hobby
0: yeah they they both really really are we've had them both on this show as well so uh, all right man let's get it out of here i gotta get back to work you got to go uh evacuate (laughs) so i'm just i'm I'm kidding i
1: gotta go i gotta go explain to my little boy why he's not gonna be able to play soccer outside this weekend (laughs) yeah
0: so uh good luck with that man please please be safe i know that you will be but i'm just saying please be safe and everybody out there in the uh uh north well actually i guess from cape cod down to daytona beach (laughs) just be safe man it's it's uh it's ridiculous out there, and uh, our our prayers are, are with you, man. Just just do what you got to do, and uh, we'll we'll catch up. Hopefully, we will, we will have the premiere of uh, driving the donkeys next week. And if we don't, it's because Drew didn't leave the hurricane area, and you guys can blame him.
1: <laughs> It'll be out next week.
0: We'll awesome. have it done. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Jericho.
2: I explode and break bones Son of none, nun crossing enemy zones the headphones are pushing for to mission control, it's stories to be told, bold, decode these remotes, broke down, buses, since hole. the ill is from CO, deep through the keyhole to see this one light, leeches lurking in the darkness, won't leave, live in the night, punchline for fist fight, because their heads ain't fed right, how can you see my brother with no perspective of sight, can't huh, do good and live right, kick snares and high hats, they be the get right, it yeah, a give a blind sight, what, yeah. My people just might tonight All right, Be and my people just might